to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, welcome to episode 251 of the Chris and Sam podcast. My name's Sam. I'm Chris. Woohoo! Yay! 251. Anyway, it's not sorry. carried away, Chris. <laughs> the next one will be 300. No more excitement from you. <laughs> hey, uh, real quickly, I'm just going to start with that. Uh, when we're at field days, we spoke to um, good old Ecology & Co. They make the alcohol-free oh, yeah. gin. Uh, they just won on Friday night, I think it was. Uh, they won the Excellence and in Innovation Award at this year's Westpac Auckland Business Awards. Well done. Very good. Um, yeah. Cool story. It was a cool story. She has a good story, and uh, she told it well. And yeah, it's interesting. I just it, when I, you said one of the ones won, I thought it was the guys that I drank all their bourbon. <laughs> oh, no. I forgot what that is called now. Batch ten. Batch ten. Yeah. No, not them. The alcohol free one, Chris. Yeah, alcohol free one. The one I didn't ask for a sample of. <laughs> uh, I'm not big gin fan, and when it's not alcoholic, I don't see the points. <laughs> <laughs> but wow. I'm sure some people do, and that's great. A great market. Very okay. good. Cool, cool. Um, actually, before we go through any other things on this list, um, just cracking up with all the Trump news these days, but he, his appeals court has just told him he has to hand over his um, his taxes and stuff. So um, I, just, I just I can't wait to find out what's going on with that because he spent so much time and money trying to uh, block this. It's like... Uh, yeah, I it's all know. going to be fake news, whatever they report or find. Uh, yeah, true, true. Um, and what was I going to say before? Because I was thinking about this before, and it's like, oh yeah, so wildfires in um, in California. Twenty five thousand houses have been evacuated. Hundred thousand people evacuated. Uh, Twenty five thousand. Twenty five houses have been burnt down so far, and one fatality through uh, cardiac arrest. If I was a religious person, which, thank God, I'm not, I would say this is America. This is because you let the Kurds get toasted by uh, Turkey. <laughs> okay. Sounds anyway. amazing. Um, yeah, no. Okay. No, uh, so I had the story last week, and I forgot all about it. Uh, there's a new stats New Zealand startup, and it sells the location data from pretty much all of us to government agencies. Right. Uh, so they're using the telco data to track population movement across the country, and they're sourcing the data from Spark and Vodafone, and it shows the number of people per suburb per hour, and they've got these maps, and you can see everybody moving at certain times of the day, and it's pretty cool. And they're only using the... Or, or in Auckland's case, not moving. Yeah, well, there's a little <laughs> in bit. In traffic. <laughs> like, <laughs> trying to crawl up the motorway. There's a little bit, but they've got... Um, yeah, they're using the cell phone tower data this time. Uh, two Degrees did talk to them but decided not to take part in it as they wanted more clarity on things like what the potential commercialization of the data and ongoing requests were, and everybody else just gave it to them. So the transport agencies already used location data from GPS and phones to track vehicle movements on main routes, and it's all about tourism and peak yeah, yeah. travel and all that. And obviously it's all, you know, all the data scrubbed clean, Apparently, yeah, yeah. Anon- anonymized. But they've got some videos in the story, which is really cool. And there's Auckland, and but the Christchurch one, they've embedded the wrong video, and for the for the la- at least the last week, the wrong video's been there, and it's somebody going through a new airport security scanner machine talking about that. 
It's got nothing to do no, with No, not at all. I had to watch it because I was like, I don't know what this is about. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Talking about that, I just got back from Christchurch, Chris, and I've yes. got a little story for you. It was good. My daughter took my daughter down there first time for her in the South Island. Uh, apparently, every time she goes to an airport, she sees Patrick Gower. Shout out to Patrick, fan of the podcast. Yeah, of course. Of course he is. <laughs> Probably when he's uh, researching his uh, dope stuff. Yeah, well, now in the show notes, make sure you put Patrick Gower because you know Patrick Gower has, has a, a Google, Google alert. alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out, so, Patty. One way to get a new subscriber. No. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know if it's old age or I'm getting Alzheimer's or something, Chris, but we went through airport security. We go all the way up to where our gate departure is. My daughter goes to the toilet. She comes back. I'm standing there talking to her. And then I realize I don't have a bag with me. I've got two bags and I've only got one on my back. And I'm like, where's my other bag? And you she's left like, it in the toilet. No, I left it at security. <laughs> I just walked away from security. Oh, and yeah. they've only got elevators going up. So I had to go find someone. I said, like, how do I get back downstairs? And they're like, use this lift, turn left. So I go down, turn left. And my bag's on this counter. And there's this whole group of security people and there's a guy talking into a microphone getting ready to... <laughs> Blow it up. Oh, no, <laughs> no, they've already gone through the bag. Because oh. when I get there, the woman goes, I think this is his. And I was like, yeah, it's my bag. I'm so sorry. I'm like, you know. She says, what's in the bag? Like straight away, she goes, you have to tell me what's in the bag. And I'm like, oh, hang on a few seconds. So I told her and she goes, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you can have it. All right. So anyway, good story. My daughter's told everyone that story. <laughs> now the whole world knows. That's pretty much the whole the whole trip was just that story of that time. Dad forgot his bag. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't done anything quite like that. I do remember parking, going to see uh, Jeff in Rotorua. He lost his phone, so we never hooked up. But I went over there, and I went over with the motorbike and the GoPro on the handlebars of the motorbike. Yeah. And, I, you know, I was taping the ride. And then I got there and pretty tired and went to go and get a coffee. I went to get the coffee, and halfway there I went, oh, I should take the GoPro off. And when I came back, there were some shady guys eyeing up my bike. <laughs> I went over, took the GoPro off. So if I'd left it a bit, uh, I reckon another five minutes, I would have not had a GoPro anymore. <laughs> that's yep. the only clo- that's closest I've been to doing that. I think. Um, right? Do you want a good laugh? Okay, go. Because this is this is the funniest thing. I've actually told a few people this this week because it just cracks me up. Does it crack other people up that you've told? I'm just trying to judge yes. the level of Although laughing. Although people are going, this is fake news. There's no way this is real. And I'm like, BBC World, brother. It's it's true. Okay. So a Russian man has sued Apple for turning him gay. Right? Uh, uh, yeah, okay. And That's it's actually worse than it sounds. <laughs> so the man's suing Apple for 15,000 US dollars, which is like 150,000 kroner or whatever rubles. the hell, <laughs> rubles or whatever the hell it was. But that's um, just to put in perspective, that's pocket change. That's nothing. That's, that's like nothing that's for change Apple. down the couch for Apple. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm not even going to bend over and pick that up. It's not worth my no. while sort of. But money. how did they turn him gay? That's it. So he, um, he had, oh, my spelling on this is terrible. He had an app. Um, from the Apple App Store. Uh, oh, sorry. The man is suing... <laughs> I should say what it says here. The man is suing Apple for 15000 closing, claiming that an app from the app, Apple App Store turned him gay. Uh, he used the app, and the app was a cryptocurrency app. 
Oh, I thought you were going to say it was like Grinder or something. No, anyway. no, no. This is, this is why it's so weird. This is hilarious. Okay. He used the app to buy Bitcoin. Yeah. But instead of Bitcoin, he received 69 gay coin. Oh, wh- no- which with- is an actual currency. It's, it's an actual currency. Okay, yeah, yeah. Gay coin. Gay coin. With a note that said, don't judge unless you try. Uh, okay. <laughs> he thought that the note actually made a point. So what? <laughs> okay. oh, just the look on Sam's face. Then. How impressionable! How, Im- how impressionable was this guy? I hope he never gets spam in his well, email. Right. Well, you know, I guess they've got a point. So he tried a same-sex relationship, and now he has a boyfriend. He's unsure how to tell his parents, and his life has been permanently changed. The changes have caused him emotional and mental harm. That's the claim. So he's suing Apple for for what's happened and maybe with a fifteen thousand dollars he can get far enough away to ring his parents and and tell them he's gay yeah (laughs) i've got a funny you're right there okay i think it's funny anyway it's funny i don't know if it's that funny (laughs) i ordered bitcoin i got gay coin so I turned gay. That is, uh, I, th- uh, I think there's something more than just uh, an app involved. With well, that. no, I think he, <laughs> I think he's found a boyfriend, realised he's gay, and then had to look at everything in his life and was like, "What's the thing I can put it on?" Yeah, well, and and remember that it's illegal to be gay in Russia. Yeah, yeah, of course. So it's actually a big deal over there. It's not such a big deal anywhere else. Well, not. A lot of other places. Most other places is not a big deal. Yeah. Okay. Uh, What do you got? Oh, I came across, if you go to gcemetery.co, it's a website that lists all the products that Google has ever made when they started and when they killed them off. And and, uh, all the way back from 2006 to present day. And you may think you know some Google products. There is... Hundreds of them. There are so many products, and some of them you're like, they must have just made it for some reason, or someone's just gone, yeah, I'll do it. Because I assume it's that, um, what, what 20% they can work on their own thing for 20%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these guys must just bang it out. So you can pick, pick a year, Chris, from 2006 to 2019, and I'll, I'll, um, I'll give you one of these things 2010, 2010. Let's see what happened in 2010. How about Goog 411, which was local directory assistance? That was the thing that they made. They made Search Wiki, uh, Maritech e-meeting. They must have brought that out, I assume. Mm-hmm. Uh, Living Stories, Google Base. That's oh, just... Anyway. Well, this... What's a more recent one? Let's have a look at 2018 or 19. Is there anything that... Um... So I think this is the year that they died. Yeah. So Android Nearby was a three-year-old thing that died in 2018. It was mobile notifications. There was mobile payments called TEZ. Oh, I remember Google Goggles. That was around for eight years. I think that's um, that's now built into the translation thing. It was image recognition app. It was really cool back in the day. You could take a photo of something and Google would be like, oh, that's a dog. Yeah. And probably training the AI, I'm guessing. Yeah. So there we go. Just a bit of randomness. <coughs> Okay. with technology. Well, I've got a headline that caught my eye, which I didn't read, so we're going to read it now. 
<laughs> measles warning for Hamilton nightclub attendees as new cases confirmed. Yeah, it's scary. The uh, person measles. with measles was out in central Hamilton in the early hours of Sunday, September 29th. Do you know why I'm not worried about this? There are two reasons. A, you're old and you didn't go out. Yes. And B... I'm uh, old and I got vaccinated. <laughs> oh, yeah, that. that probably makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I know. It just cracks me up. A person with person with measles was nightclubbing in Hamilton, prompting a warning for revelers. Two news measles cases were confirmed on Thursday. Were they at the outback? Bringing Caddo total to twenty three over the last two months. Um, the it was the bank, the back bar, outback. Yeah, the whole area. Yeah. Uh, anyone in those times should check their immunity. Watch out for symptoms, which include a fever, runny nose, cough, sore red eyes, or rash. That's just a normal day, though, isn't it, of Hamilton? If you yeah. go to a nightclub and you don't have that, do you, were you ever really out at night in Hamilton? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Uh, I've got this thing here about um, Ivanka Trump willing to I And I got to – okay, I've been watching way too much of the um, – Which one? CNN and MSNBC and all that sort of stuff yeah, all love the that time. Stuff. Yeah, I know, way too ever, much. Do you ever check out Fox? <clears throat> Like, do you ever see oh, the if other it stuff? comes up on my thing, sometimes it does. But, yeah, it's, it's quite weird. Um, I, I can't handle Fox quite so much, to be honest with you. But um, the big impeachment thing's all about um, Trump asking other countries to Look investigate into, Biden because yeah. Biden's son got a job with a foreign company and was making $50,000 a month. Yes, that's a lot of money. Okay. Well, I don't see the problem with somebody making money. Yeah. And it was above board. Like, everybody knew he was doing that, right? Um, but in the meantime, Ivanka Trump gets initial approval for China for 16 new trademarks, including for, and it cracks me up, voting machines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you want to go to the source there. You want to uh, make sure you're... Um, and there was some other things. I wanted to say what, what, what she was getting it for... They're like, trademarks proof of Ivanka Trump branded products, which also include nursing homes. Ivanka Trump nursing homes. Sausage casings. What? Handbags, shoes, wedding dresses, and jewellery. Okay, there's a wide range of stuff there. <laughs> Sausage cases and nursing homes, as well as voting machines. Um, yeah, and they're like, well, China's uh, now letting her do that, but that might have something to do with the trade war. Who knows? Who knows? Oh, no, I've just run butter. Of course, there's nothing happening here, obviously. The US president will tell you so. So, anyway, um, that's that. Hang on, where's my list? So, I just saw this story here. Uh, this is next level creepy, Ooh. and it doesn't want to load. An obsessed man finds his Japanese idol's home by zooming in on her eyes. So she obviously... Did had, a selfie? Yep. And ultra high resolution cameras these days. Um, he zoomed in on the reflection on her pupils and worked out where she was located from the surrounding scenery. He matched them to, street, to a street using Google Maps. Um, and then... Damn, he's good. She was attacked outside her house waiting at a bus stop. Um, Holy crap. Yeah, so it's one of those things that, you know, if you're, what's the word? If you're... Um, Famous? No, when you're, when you're uh, like fully committed to something, the links you'll go to are... Obsessed. Stops at no bounds. 
Holy crap. My God. That's- so she tried to actually report her stalker 12 days before the attack, but the police dismissed the threat. Was she did. okay? Uh, yeah, it seems okay. Okay. That's uh, why people should do self-defense courses. What about, Chris, how much would you... Dis- <laughs> uh, uh, so you know how they're sneaker heads, people that love sneakers. Yes, yes. You've, you've to- illuminated me to the world of sneaker heads. Yes, carry on. So a Brooklyn-based creative label called Mischief, M-S-C-H-F, has uh, made a distinctive pair of uh, white, well, white Nike Maxxis 97s termed the Jesus shoes, Chris. Oh, yes. I've, Did you see that? I've seen a couple of th- people taking the piss out of them. Yeah, well, they had, the bottom of it's filled with holy water. Did you tell the price? Did you hear the price? No, I didn't hear the price and I didn't know why they were called Jesus shoes. Oh, they're injected with holy water from the Jordan River, apparently. What? And you can see the water floating in the bottom there. Oh, God. How much would you expect to pay, Chris? 300 bucks. Times that by 10. Three grand? Three grand sold out in minutes. Oh, my God. We're in the wrong business, Chris. I think we need to be injecting Jesus into things. Far <laughs> out. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, because Seth Meyers uh, said, you know, they went in the market and then they're out of stock, but they'll be back in stock in three days' time. <laughs> and that was like, uh, and, 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 and it got a groan from the audience. He goes, well, this was the second joke that we had on the Jesus shoes. And it's going, man sues Jesus shoes after he can't walk on water and there's a guy splashing and drowning. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, I've got a story. I've called it social media giveth and social media taketh away. Okay. okay. So I don't know how old the story is, but I've, again, this was uh, from one of those comedy shows. A young man in the US at a sporting event, I've forgotten his name, I didn't write it down, it's not important, held up a homemade sign that asked people to buy him a beer, and it had his Venmo account number, so Venmo is just one of those payment Payment. things. It was just a bit of a joke, he said, and it was like a college football thing, Um, so quite a big event type thing, but anyway... Was it you uh, he, I was talking to about college football being so big in the States? Oh, it's huge. It's huge. But um, uh, I think, yeah, or there was, yeah, anyway, Karen. Because they, they're just going now going through the, the, somebody suggested that they have to start paying the players. Yeah. Because they've never played the, paid the players. They're all amateurs. Yet the coaches are making millions of dollars a year. The, the sponsors and that are, you know, paying heaps. Everybody around the players yeah. are getting paid mega, and then the players are putting literally their life on the line, at least their bodies on the line, because a lot of them, you know, um, have crippling injuries. Yeah, yeah. And they never get anything. That's right. Anyway, anyway, getting off track. So, anyway, he was seated behind the commentators for this uh, thing. So, this board got quite a bit of um, coverage. Yeah, that's good. In the end, the account, uh, so the money started pouring in. In the end, his account had more than $1 million. What? <laughs> that's awesome. Yes. Okay. So, he's like, uh, what am I going to do? So, he deducted <laughs> enough to buy himself a case of beer. Yeah, good man. And donated the rest to a children's hospital that overlooks oh, the, that's the awesome. stadium. Yeah. And I forget who, because I didn't write it down, but- Somebody matched the donation he made. Ooh. Like it was either the beer company or or somebody. Yeah, anyway. yeah. Well, that's what you so, want to do. Yeah, yeah, Good, yeah. Goodwill marketing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and this is cool. It's not really part of the story, but I think it's so cool. They actually have a ritual in the stadium, uh, the, the Hawkeye Stadium. I don't know where that is. Because um, yeah. they've got the children's hospital overlooking it, and they all stand up and turn and wave to the 
Oh wow! To the kids that are all watching the game from from the sta- um, yeah. hospital floor. Yeah, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, anyway, so this got huge. So this is not the end of the story. Okay. This got huge publicity in the US. Good. Um, and then a reporter from the Des Moines Reporter, I think it's called, or something like that, the local paper, looked into the past social media accounts of this guy and found tweets from when he was 16 repeating racist joke from Tosh 2.0, which he then published oh, and hit course. the news. So this guy is going from hero to zero. Yeah. The guy fronted on TV, uh, so the interview, and he said he was – he, he, when he saw it, he was disappointed in himself forever of putting that out. It was years ago. And let's face it, dude, did you ever do anything dumb when you were 16? Lots. <laughs> I, but, don't know if the, but, I don't think I did anything smart when I was 16. But it's, <laughs> but it's interesting, though, eh? Because back then, you were really focused about the people that knew the stuff that you did, which was probably your yeah. class or maybe a little bit of the school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was nobody you're, you're else. the in-group. So you'd tell a joke. Like, in my day, it was like a Blackadder line. Yeah. And everybody who knew Blackadder would know the line or the young ones or whatever. And it's the in-group. He was watching Tosh 2.0, so he put out uh, – oh, yeah. so um, anyway, he, he was – it was years ago, and he was quite young, and he actually forgotten that he'd posted that video or whatever. Yeah. So it's not over there yet. Like, a bunch of internet users were so upset that this reporter had been digging into his past that they took it upon themselves to check the history of the reporter uh, enough, that came up with this. And they found numerous t- tweets that spoke in derogatory terms about African-Americans, homosexuals, and women. Oh, my gosh. The Des Moines reporter, yeah, it is Des Moines reporter, I've got it written there, then fired the reporter explaining they need to hold themselves to the same high standards that they expect of others or they'll lose the trust of their readers. Good plan, yeah. <laughs> so he's like, ah, oh, this guy's getting too much press. Let me tear him down. Oh, my God, I lost my job. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fair enough, I think. But uh, that's pretty so. cool. Oh, that um, pretty good. I'm supposed to be talking to the New Zealand Herald, Chris. Some guy emailed me because you know what's happening at the moment, Chris? Halloween's coming up. People want pumpkins. And they're just realizing that they don't exist in New Zealand right now. Oh, my so I've, God. So I've had an American. Have they not learned yet? No, they don't know. I've already had an American hit me up about it. And then this reporter guy was saying in the email that, uh, he's doing a story about what people grow or something for Halloween, and he's just realized, and then he wants to talk to me and quote me about something or other. Uh, haven't heard from him yet, so maybe next week. We'll see how we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Halloween's going to be a big day for me you. Uh, at, at Spookers. Um, we've got the seven deadly sins. I saw. Uh, I'm supposed to pick one. and Oh, you go it. with one of them. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm going to be. I haven't worked that out. I was going to say, you should be like, I'm sure you should be all over it by now, working on it. God, I know. I, I've, yeah, I'm so slack. That's why I'm not working tonight, this weekend. Um, because anyway. you're slack or because you're doing something else? No, because I'm slack. I'm just, oh, I, I just needed a break, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was, yeah, over it. It'd be um, the driving more than anything, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, well, you, there's a lot of pressure, right? You go, right, I turn up. Now I've got to work out what I'm going to look like. Yeah, because the thing so is. So you've got to do all the makeup. The thing is, Chris only finds out what area he's in once he gets there. Yeah, everybody does. Everybody does. And then that sort of dictates how you're going to dress and what your makeup's going to be and how you're going to act, yeah. which I find mind blowing. Yeah, because oh, it, it, it's considered an improv job. Oh, yeah, okay. It makes sense. But I think... But, yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, it's cool. But, but you've you're got right. to do your own makeup and you've got time limits like, right, so uh, I forget what it is, 7.45 or whatever, we're out ready to go. and By 8 o'clock we're in and then the gates open at 8.30. I think that's how it works. Oh, right. Yep. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's it a seem- little bit of pressure, but it's cool people. It's great. It does great seem like you're picking up a whole bunch of different skills and things. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I, I, it's, it's been great fun. I don't get me wrong. I, but I've done every weekend, and most people only do one a month or one every yeah, that's true. Weeks, so one a week, uh, and I've been doing every one. I've done twenty seven of them, twenty six of them, something like that. Oh wow, that many? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Anyway, um, one last uh, story I think I'll mention. It's not a big deal, but I just thought it was interesting. Um, Virgin Galactic Galactic and Boeing. So when you add them together, they probably are Virgin Galactic. Um, (laughs) Good save. No one noticed. (laughs) Have announced a new strategic partnership to broaden commercial space access. Boeing will be investing in Virgin Galactic. And do you know how much How much would you imagine? Boeing is investing in Virgin Galactic. I don't know, billion, so many billion? Oh, I don't know, actually. It's weird. I'm not sure. I would have thought, so it's 20 million. I'm like, well, that doesn't sound like a lot. No. It doesn't, does it? But it Boeing, doesn't but Boeing's holding all the cards, aren't they, really? Because they'll have all the engine and technology and well, I don't know. Virgin Galactic's got that. Ship that they've built, um, I forgot what they call it now. Spaceship yeah, I can't imagine that. twenty million going very far. That's yeah, like, exactly. That's the fifteen thousand dollar from Apple again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, we've just been playing with bigger and bigger numbers all the time that you're just not impressed with. But maybe you know. Virgin Galactic is such a um, bootstrap company that twenty million dollars is like a big deal to them. Or maybe it's it's more the strategic and the money's just a no, nominal oh, fee. Yeah, it's you like, know what it's I mean? like you're paying five dollars to someone and then you're partnered with them. Yeah, something. yeah, yeah. Type thing. Um but yeah, uh what I didn't realise is um oh, what does it have here? Boeing strategic investment facilitates our effort to drive the communalization of space and broaden consumers access to safe, efficient, environmentally responsible new forms of transport. Yep. Um Unlock the future of space travel and high-speed mobility. Um, oh, this is what I didn't know. A part of every U.S. manned space program, yep. Boeing serves as NASA's prime contractor for the International Space Station and is preparing oh, okay. the new reusable Starliner space capsule for launch to the ISS. So I didn't realize Boeing was that integrated into the whole NASA and all that. Yeah. Like, I didn't know that. So that was interesting. So that then makes a lot more sense why Virgin will want them, because Virgin needs a destination, right? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. a space station would be a good thing to have. But, yeah, so I suppose the $20 million is just a nominal uh, partnership thing. Anyway, I thought that was interesting. Very good. Uh, this week we are going to one of our Patreon supporters' houses. We're going to Adam's. <laughs> Um, I think it's still on for Monday. Yeah, tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow when you hear this. When you hear this. Uh, we're going to go see a movie that is very, very uh, not child-friendly, so I think it was the way you put it. <laughs> so he's very excited to see this film, um, and he hasn't seen it. So we're all- oh, oh, I didn't realise he hadn't seen it either. Uh, yeah, when he organised, he hadn't seen it. Oh, yeah, no, and that's why, it uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, oh, that's cool. I, we, I, we might have some audio from that um, for next week. Yeah, we might uh, do a wee mini interview or something uh yep so uh apart from that um halloween's coming up 
We've got Armageddon in a two weeks, two weeks time, so that'll be cool. Um, Armageddon, we will be going there, uh, the, th- the if, team of three. Yep, if you're there and uh, you want to come say hi, track us down, we will have the Chris and Sam podcast t-shirts on. And um, we will also, um, yeah, we'll do some interviews. Like we'll try we and bring you some, uh, yeah, some interviews from some very interesting people, I'm sure. It's one of those events that's uh, very easy to find interesting people. It's or- hard to interview them, though, because it's so noisy. But um, last year, I went by myself yeah. on a media pass, and we were allowed in before the doors were open, and that's the best time to interview. Yep. And what we should do, what you should do, because I'm not organized, <laughs> is get an idea of who you want to go and interview yes. from the blurb beforehand. We won't interview, just so everybody knows, we won't get to interview any of the stars that they bring we're not in from even, We're not allowed to take photos or video of them. No. Uh, so we won't be interviewing any of those. We're talking about, you know, homegrown talent. Homegrown talent. Uh, and they'll be very passionate people, I'm sure, and we're looking forward to it. So, uh, yeah, keep an yeah. ear out for that. Uh, anything else new? No. No. And nothing amazing about Christchurch? Other uh, than oh, no, it was just, it was really good. Um uh, yeah, no, went to the Antarctic Centre and uh, Willow Bank. Uh, Willow Bank, I love feeding the eels. That's like the best thing in the world, feeding these eels. I got a video <laughs> of that. I actually got a video of heaps of stuff. I've got to sort all that out. So Okay, yeah. cool, cool. Okay, until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.